Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for September 13th, 2021. This podcast is really a blessing to me. I get to share the word of God with you on a daily basis. I've been doing this for 24 years, and it's part of my life, and it's part of my family's life, and and we all appreciate it. And it's just God speaking through me, releasing the word. Then the word blesses me too, and you get blessed. So let's go to the word this morning. I've been teaching a series entitled God is faithful. Before I get into it, I just want you to know that. I want you to, to, to set your faith in agreement with the fact that God is faithful towards you. I want to remind you this morning that God made plans for you before the world began, and he's committed to those plans. He's more committed to you than you're committed to you. He would never give up on you. He would never relax the grip that he has on you. Goodness and mercy shall follow you, track you down all the days of your life. I'm talking about God. He will bless you in the presence of your enemies. He will, he will make sure that as you get promoted, all your haters will be in the audience. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we serve a God that will bless you that way, that he will give you a word. He will give you the tongue of the learned. He will give you a, a revelation that exceeds your education. Why? Because he is. He just wants you to be who it is that he called you to be so he can leave a mark in this world through you for his glory. Are you ready to participate with God? God is faithful to you. So that said, we've been flowing in this vein. I want you to keep meditating and medicating on it. Today, what I really want to deal with the fact is that since God is faithful to us, God is faithful to me, God is faithful to you, then you should not give up. The, the title of today's message is the grace and faith to keep going. The grace and the faith to keep going. The grace, that means what God has given me. The faith, that means what I'm saying amen to. So it's the grace and the faith to keep going. When God, when I know God has provided grace, and I'm providing faith, then I'm going to keep going. There's no quit in me. I would never give up. I would never cave in. I would never quit. Now, are challenges going to come? Absolutely. But since God has provided the grace and I'm providing the faith, I will never quit. There, I'm not a quitter. I, I, I believe what the Bible says about me. I'm above, I'm, the, I'm above only and not beneath, right? I'm the winner, not the loser. I'm the victor and not the victim. If it doesn't look like I'm winning, obviously the battle is not over because it's not going to be over until I win. And so I'm going to continue to go because God has already provided the victory. So let's talk about it. What does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you on this Monday morning. Here we go. Number one, God is looking to partner with you on the earth. God is looking to partner with you. Say, I am God's partner. I know that sometimes for religious people, that sounds weird. I'm God's partner. No, but yes, he is. He's looking to partner with you on the earth. Without God, we cannot, right? So the Bible, I've, I've done a lot of teaching on this. Jesus said, I can do nothing without the Father. It's not that I don't want to do anything without the Father. No, I can do nothing without the Father. I, You know, everything that I do, I'm doing it in his name. I'm doing it by his grace. I'm doing it for his glory. So I can do nothing without the Father. Without the Father, I can do nothing. With the Father, I can do all things. Now, so without God, we cannot. But without us, God will not. God has set up a system on this planet where he's chosen to operate through humans. Now, can God do whatever he wants? Yeah, he's God. But God set up a system to where God on this planet anyway operates through humans. He's, he is so committed to that system to where when he wanted to operate on this planet unhindered, 
He came as a human himself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, so yes, God has set up a system on this planet to where God operates through humans. So without God, we cannot. Without us, he will not. So God is looking to partner with us. It's, it's me and God. It's God and me. Hey, Brother Pena, you just did this. Yeah, to God be the glory. But wait a minute. Wasn't it, wasn't it you? Well, yeah, but it was God. Wasn't it God? But yeah, but it was me. Who was it? It was God in me. It was me in God. It's, it's all one. We're partnered one with another. God made plans for us and he's committed to those plans. However, he's not going to manifest those plans if you don't agree. He's not going to manifest those plans if you don't set your faith in agreement. We spent a whole week looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20, where, where it's God's yes and our amen. God is all the promises of God are in him, yes, but we have to provide the amen. So he provides the yes, and we provide the amen. If you don't provide the amen, if you're not partnered with God, then you run the risk of getting to heaven to, to realize, recognize, acknowledge the fact that you missed out on God's best because you didn't provide the faith. He had already provided the grace. So for God to operate in your life, I've told you many times that you must cooperate with him. God is looking to partner with you. Say, I partner with God. All right, you ready? So think about this before I move on from the first point. Whatever you have to do today, let's say that you have a schedule. Every meeting, every conversation, all the activity that you have today, God wants to partner with you on it. So you don't have to do it by yourself. And you, and, and then God will give you wisdom from above. He will give you wisdom that exceeds your education and experience. He will give you power. He will give you favor. And then if there are some people even at your job or in your business that are scheming against you, God will give you divine protection. Why? Because you're partnered with him. You have a partner and you're not doing this alone. Say amen to that. You got it? All right, number two. We must believe that God is working even when things get hard. Even Now, things are going to get hard. Like I, I'm not trying to like say I'm not preaching doom and gloom. I'm just saying that in this world, Jesus said, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have tribulation. Matter of fact, the Bible says all that live godly shall suffer persecution. So in this world, stuff is going to happen. But as a born again believer, you're covered by the blood of Jesus. You're anointed by the Holy Spirit. You're called according to your work and purpose. You're not going to stop. Is trouble going to come? Yeah, trouble is going to come. But trouble, you can actually live on the inside with a peace that's that's not impacted or affected by what's going on on the outside. So you can have peace on the inside, even when things are going crazy on the outside. And then watch this: you could you could have trouble and 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 not be troubled by it. And then it 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 just it irritates Satan when you're not troubled by your trouble. And so he brings trouble, but you're not troubled by the trouble. Matter of fact, you trouble your trouble. You trouble your trouble by being at peace when the world is going crazy. That's what happened with COVID. Like people was freaking out. And some of us was like, I'm good. God is still God. God is still sitting on the throne. I mean, ain't nothing changed. I mean, God is still Lord. God is still on me and in me and with me and for me. Oh, the economy is going crazy. God still called me to do some stuff. I'm still going to get it done. I'm good. And so Philippians 1 and 6 says, basically Paul was writing in Philippians 1 and 6 that you got to be confident of the fact that whatever God started in your life, he's going to finish it. God is not going to start something and then halfway not finish it. No, God counted the cost, right? Jesus said, you got to count the cost before the project starts. Make sure you don't start a project and then halfway through you run out of money. Then everybody be laughing at you talking about, look at what Rick started and then he couldn't get it finished. God is like, that's not me. If I start something, I already planned it all out. I got enough of everything and I'm going to make sure that it gets done. So Paul said this, he's writing to the believers in Philippi and he says, there's never been the slightest of doubt in my mind that the God who started the work in you, the God who started the work in you, he's going to keep at it. 
He's going to bring it to pass. He's going to finish it. He's going to keep working in your life until Jesus comes back. That's Philippians 1 and 6. So listen, listen, God is going to keep working in your life. God is committed to you. God started a work and he would not give up on you. He would not, he is committed to finishing what he started, but that's grace. You have to provide the faith though. And this is where I hate religion, religious activity, because religious people or, or religious activity puts the spotlight on you and your human performance. And so, so now what happens here? Let me explain. You have to believe that God started something, he's going to finish it. The problem is that while you're going on this journey with God, and it could be weeks or months or years, while you're on the journey with God, you're going to mess up. You're going to do something wrong. You know why? Because you're human. You're human. You're going to do something wrong. You're going to sin. You're going to mess up. Some people might curse. I don't curse. Thank you, Jesus. But some people curse somebody out. You know, whatever it is, you're going to mess up. You're going to do something wrong. Oh, I got my own issues, by the way. But anyway, you're going to do something wrong. And when you do something wrong, religious people and religious activity, spotlight on you and human performance, are going to say, aha, now the devil is going to come in and try to get you into guilt and shame and condemnation and say, hey, you have disqualified yourself from from God's promise. Now, what, what God was doing, he stopped now because you messed up. Now, there's a lot of issues with that. It's not biblical, you know, all kind of stuff. But first of all, let me just say this. Do you think God needed to wait till you messed up to know that you was going to mess up? Don't you think he already knew that when he made the promise? And he made the promise anyway? Come on now. And so, so religious activity puts the spotlight on you and not God. And so you have to remind yourself that while I'm not perfect, God is committed to me no matter what. God is never going to give up on me. 2 Timothy 2 and 13, Paul said, even when we are faithless towards God, God remains faithful towards us. And then I love this part. He says, because God cannot disown himself. God cannot disown himself. Look, Look at me. Look at me. When God looks at you, he sees that you're covered by the blood of Jesus, his son. He says, he sees that you're filled with the Holy Spirit his spirit. He sees that you're called according to the plans and the purposes and the work that he planned for you from the foundations of the world, which is all about him. So for God to dis, listen, for God to deny you, he would have to disown himself. God is like, I have way too much invested in him. I have way too much invested in her to give up now. I'm God. And whatever I started in his life, in her life, I'm going to bring it to pass. There's nothing you can do to disqualify yourself from an assignment that you never qualified for in the first place. Jesus qualified you. You were not perfect. Jesus was perfect for you. You did not qualify. Jesus qualified for you. And so now it's God's grace. It's already there. You have to maintain the faith. When you mess up and you will mess up, you got to ask for forgiveness from God, repent, forgive yourself and keep stepping, keep going. That's it. When the devil reminds you of of what you did, uh, of your past, you remind him of his future and you just keep on stepping. And so I'm going to use the apostle Paul as an example of this. And then we'll wrap up the message for today. When you really understand God's grace in your faith, you will be able to overcome some things. Number three, the apostle Paul is a great example of someone who tapped into the grace of God to overcome tremendous opposition. I don't know what you're facing this morning, but I want to encourage you. Even if you're facing tremendous opposition, if you tap into the grace of God, God is committed. He's not going to give up on you. You can keep going. You can you can get to the point where you will never give up. You will never cave in. You will never quit. So let's see the apostle Paul. The apostle Paul was called to preach the gospel to the Gentiles at a time when preaching the gospel 
preaching the gospel to anybody could, could land you in prison. Now, he knows that because he was the one locking people up. And so, so now he has this tremendous assignment from God, and he had to do something even at the risk of going to jail. And so what? What happened? He went to jail a bunch of times because he kept preaching. He wouldn't stop doing it. And so as a result, he looks back over his life, and the Apostle Paul said this. I'm going to be honest with y'all, guys. This is Paul speaking. He says, I've worked much harder been in prison more frequently. I've been flogged more severely. I've been exposed to death again and again. Five times the Jews hit me with 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. One of those times I spent a whole night and a day in the open sea like a movie holding on to a piece of wood. I've been constantly on the move. I've been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen, in danger from the Gentiles I'm trying to reach. I've been in danger in cities. I've been in danger in the country. I've been in danger in the sea. I've been in danger from false jokers, false brothers, people that smile in my face and stab me in the back. I have labored and toiled and often gone, often gone without sleep. I know what it is to be hungry. I've known what it is to be thirsty. Sometimes I went without food. I've been cold and I've been naked. And you know what else he didn't say there, but what, what is implied? And I never once quit. I never gave up. I never caved in. I never quit. Why? Because I'm going to keep doing. Why? Because it's God in me. God empowers me to do what I could never do without him. Listen, if you're going to be the man, the woman that God called you to be, you got to determine not to give up, not to cave in, not to quit. At the end of his life, Paul wrote this in the last letter that he ever wrote, 2 Timothy 4 and 7. He says, I have fought a good fight. That's it. I have finished my course and I kept the faith. I kept going. I never get, I never gave up. I never caved in. I never quit. Uh, um, it, then at, at the end of all of that, he says to his son, Timothy, all right, Timothy, you then. He's writing. He's thinking about everything he went through in his life. He knows he's about to go to heaven, by the way. He says, all right, son, let me, let me say something to you. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Endure hardship like a good soldier of Christ. He's saying, son, listen, I went through a lot of stuff, but I never gave up. I got to the end of my journey by the grace of God. I want you to be who it is that God has called you to be. You're going to have to, first of all, tap into the grace. Second of all, endure hardship. You are going to have to endure hardship like a good soldier. You got to know that is hardship going to come? Yeah, it's going to come. But you can't give up. You can't cave in. You can't quit. James said it this way. Take the prophets of old as your mentors. They put up with anything and they went through everything and they never once quit. All the time honoring God. What a gift life is to those who stay the course. If you stay the course, if you just say, you know what? I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to cave in. I'm not going to quit no matter what comes, good or bad. There's going to be good days. There's going to be challenging days. And no matter what happens, God is on me, in me, with me, and for me. I'm going to be consistently consistent. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to cave in. I'm not going to quit. God has provided the grace. I'm going to provide the faith. Life is a gift for those who stay the course. Let me close with this. Oh man, I'm out of time. So let me give you a couple of quick things as I close. Here we go. God has provided the grace for you to become the man, the woman that God called you to be, right? The grace is there, but now you have to provide the faith. You have to provide the faith to set your faith in agreement. God has provided the yes. You have to provide the amen. Your faith, boom, now I'm going to make a human alignment with my divine assignment. And when you tap into God's grace, 
You're going to be able to overcome every obstacle, every challenge, every setback, every disappointment that you're going to face on the road to your purpose. God never said that the path to your purpose is going to be free of obstacles and disappointments and setbacks. God just said that, hey, while you go down this road, I'm with you. I, I just promise to go through it with you. And I'm my super is on your natural so that you can never give up, never cave in, and never quit. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice now and say this. This is enough for this Monday morning. Say, Father, I thank you for leading me to level up in this season. I level up by fully embracing your grace with my faith. I refuse to allow opposition or challenges to cause me to quit. There's no quit in me. You have given me a warrior spirit. I'm determined to die empty. I will get out of me everything you deposited in me, and I'll get it done before I die. I'll do this by your grace. I will do this for your glory. Now, I know Satan is not just going to sit by and watch me become who you've called me to be. He's going to come up against me, but I know that I'm still going to come out on top because I'm not in this fight alone. You are on me, in me, with me, and for me. You are on my side. And you are more than the whole world against me. This is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it. Put your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day knowing that God is on you and in you and with you and for you. God has given you the grace. You provide the faith and you will not quit. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. And then also um, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a blessed day, blessed week. God bless you.